When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are live, Jeremiah Stringer. I'm alive! <laughs> Man, I didn't think we were going to get this thing started. We were having some issues there with some technical difficulties. So, um, Jeremiah, how you feeling, man? I'm hot, man. I just got done playing right. basketball. Yeah? You know, balling it up, just hopping in the shower. Now I'm like super sweaty. Oh, it's all right. nice. Gives well, you a nice sheen to your forehead. That's really nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So My the comments have already started in today, man. What we got? What we got? We, we got good? some comments going in here. We got, uh, oh, I guess I can dance a little jig. <laughs> Richard Stamper's going to be dancing today. Let's see. It says, uh, no, no, no. On the Shill Brothers First Live podcast, they had a troll that used Tool Time and Tim Allen references. I remember that. I remember that. So, uh, anyways, Jeremiah, we uh, we've had an interesting time today getting this set up. This is the first time we've ever live streamed, and we're not in the same room together. Yeah, and I thought it was at four p.m., but it's not. <laughs> it's no, not it's at four not. p.m. It's, it's at not. eight forty-four Eastern Standard Time. Is what Eastern time? Standard Time. <laughs> and and what's cool is we're going to actually introduce a new feature tonight on the podcast. Oh. And that is the uh, ticker. So you're going to see different stories pop up along the bottom of the screen throughout the night. Feel free to read those, comment, you know, do your thing, whatever you want to do. Uh, I see, I see uh, Dan Becker has showed up. So he's always yeah. going somewhere. I'll tell you, he just never stops. Well, I know where he's going. And I'm not oh. going to say because that's not my place to do that, but I know where he's going and I'm a touch jealous. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but tonight, saying, I don't know, dude. Tonight we have like a fantastic, fantastic celebrity YouTuber joining us tonight. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's in the green room. Uh, he's in there. He's eating all the green M and M's right now. Shame on him. He's getting ready. It's going to be incredible. Uh, he is a an Ohio YouTuber. Uh, oh, Dave Dan just gave it up. He said Utah baby. Oh, so, look at that. Yep. That's pretty cool. So uh, anyways, so this guy is an Ohio YouTuber. He is a coffee aficionado. He is a lover of all things Subaru. And he's now getting ready, I think, in the next month or two to celebrate his second year anniversary, I think. Second year wedding anniversary. So, I mean, this is a good time for, for this guy. Jeremiah, why don't you tell everybody who's joining us tonight? It is... Subaru Josh, welcome, Josh. Josh. What's up, man? What's up? Not much. Just chilling, waiting to talk about coffee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we. That's how we tricked. That's how we tricked Josh into being on this podcast. Was we told him we would probably talk about coffee. So, and it's not a probably now. It's a definitely. No, I'm yeah, down. Man. Yeah, I want to start off with the coffee. Actually, so. Easy question. Is the Folgers instant coffee as bad as everyone says? Yes. It's yes. actually worse than what you think it would be. 
what's, what's my alternative? It's everything else. Literally anything. <laughs> okay, I tried the Starbucks Via, and I gotta say, I'm not impressed. No, it's not good either. No, yeah, it's not almost all the instant coffees are terrible. So, whenever um, it wasn't too long ago, Miyagi and Trips come to where I live in Kentucky. Big drive down. We went camping and swimming and stuff. And then I ground up some coffee to take. And I took a McDonald's styrofoam cup and poked a hole in the bottom and stuck the filters in there, slowly poured the water in the top. You ever done anything like that? I have not, but that actually sounds pretty ingenious. I didn't. I didn't think of it. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it whenever uh, I was on some trail. Somebody else was doing it. He even made start, some. We're starting to get some coffee things here on the on the on the uh, chat. We got Cujo Coffee. I think he means Cujo Coffee. That rocks. I never heard. We of got it. CS Instant Coffee, and we've got Cafe de Bustelo. Oh, uh, Bustelo's. Ugh. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, I've had, I've had Starbucks Via, I've had the Bustello, or it's called, I've had um, the Folgers, Maxwell House, and even the stuff that that um, oh, what's his face, the guy from Wisconsin or Minnesota, what's his name? Shug. Uh, yeah, Shug. Thank you. I've had the Medagliadora or whatever. Medagliadora. Yeah. It's all it's all bad, but I did <laughs> I did try a new one. Um, REI got me last time I was there. They had at the checkout the Alpine Start Instant Coffee. You I did a video really, about that. I did do a video, did a about, video that, about that. And I was very, very impressed. Like to the point where I actually drank the whole cup of coffee because I was so impressed with it. No way. And this is instant. Yep. Ah, look at Dan. Got to run. I'll catch but, up on the podcast later tonight. Josh, is, Josh is the best. <laughs> Josh is the best. There it is. Cold brew. You know, I'm in a group text with you and some other Ohio YouTubers. And what is this? I think Black Rifle makes single instant coffee now. Actually, oh, Andy right. Schill gave me some Black Rifle instant coffee to try. And I've been, making, been meaning to make a video on it. And I have, keep forgetting about it. It's actually in my cupboard. Java drip with Black Rifle coffee for me can't do instant. So that's all <laughs> things outdoors right there. So... In this group text, you always seem to be making cold brew coffee. Speaking of, since Dan brings it up. All the time. Yeah. What is it about the cold brew, and why does it take you so long? Uh, so cold brew coffee is, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. It, uh, well, there's two different ways to make cold brew. You can either brew it at room temperature, or you can brew it in the fridge. Uh, and I've been experimenting with it, and so basically – what you, you since you don't brew it hot it's like way less acidic than normal coffee and it brews for about 24 hours in the fridge so like all of the flavors come out of the coffee and it's literally liquid gold like i just drink the i make a concentrated version so it's really strong and then i just dilute it or if my wife drinks it she'll put in her frou-frou sugary stuff um but i just drink, <laughs> i just drink she's laughing right now but i i just drink it straight up like almost like espresso and it's it's good stuff like if you've, if you've never had good cold brew if we ever go on a backpacking trip i'll bring you guys some it's really good well yeah that would last be awesome time. man Last time that we were together, I think it was Oil Creek. And if I remember right, I didn't get any coffee. Both times it was made. 
Somebody was now. I did sleep in, and I was the last to get up. But really, yeah, you oh, were the last one to get up. <laughs> surprise, surprise! I never would have thought that would have happened. I'm still waiting on this, man. I really hey. do want. To. I I remember very specifically that I gave you coffee and then you spilled it. Okay, we're not going to talk Party about foul. that. foul. <laughs> we're mm. not going to talk about that. <laughs> oh man, that goes I'll, unmentioned. I'll, I'll have to next time we go backpacking, which we'll let's talk about Oil Creek again soon. I will definitely bring extra coffee so everybody gets some. That would be Thank awesome. And then you. we've got some more uh, comments over here on the side. Java drip with black rifle coffee for me. I think we saw that one. Um, we always pack a coffee press. We consider it part of base weight. And um, about to order BRC. What's so BRC? We, I black don't rifle know. coffee. Uh, oh, okay. oh, Black Rifle Coffee. Okay. I bought the Starbucks via Pike Place Roast in Columbia. Have yet to try them. Uh, Might as well throw them away. <laughs> You're <laughs> <a> savage. <laughs> <laughs> tried the BR Instant. Dot, dot, dot. Don't do it. Um, Black Rifle's based in Utah. Dan Becker is going to Utah. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh-oh. Is that a conspiracy? It, it could be. Oh, well, here's an interesting one. Let me see what you think about this right here. Uh, I was recently introduced to a small pinch of salt in our French press and has made a huge difference in the taste. Salt in your I have heard of that. Huh. But if you, and in my honest opinion, is my coffee snob side coming out. If you brew coffee right, you don't need to add anything to it. There you go. But it's got to be good coffee. Know. Yeah, it's got to be good coffee, yeah. It's got to be good coffee because sometimes you may need to put salt in it because it's not good coffee. So, so hey, look at this. Devin's on here. What's up, Devin? What's up, Devin? Hey, Devin. Devin just had a big job change. He left yeah, the congrats, uh, mountain biking thing. So good for you, Devin. Um, anyway, so another thing I want to talk about, Josh, this is actually the most important thing we need to get out of the way from the beginning. Okay. People don't understand your importance to the YouTube backpacking community. They do not understand the fact that if not for you, one particular infamous backpacker would not be known by any of us. Do you want to give us a little story about this? Uh, yeah. So is it okay if, I mean, obviously we, we all know who you're talking about. Tim oh, Watson. say the name, man. Say the um, name. I'd leave it for you. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I've told this before, uh, or I've said this before. I'm pretty much the reason why Tim is famous and <laughs> the reason why we were blessed with, uh, Tim's YouTube channel. Uh, I miss his videos. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I've known Tim for about mm, seven years now. I took my concealed carry class through him and, uh, we were kind of more acquaintances, didn't really talk much. And then one day, uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, was like, dude, you got to invite Tim on a hiking trip to Hocking Hills here in Ohio. He'd love it. So I texted him. I'm like, Hey dude, you want to come with me? And he's like, yeah, sure. And, uh, so he, my buddy ended up bailing. And so just me and Tim, I'm like, great. How awkward is this going to be? And so <laughs> we ended up talking about weight loss and the office the entire time on the way down there and back. And we had a blast. Like when we hit it off immediately, it's like it, we have the ultimate bromance going on. <laughs> I talked to Tim more than I talked to my wife and I'm not even kidding you. I'm not exaggerating, but, um, but yeah, the rest is history. We went on a hiking trip together and he got obsessed and then we just started backpacking together. And, uh, and then I think 
Tim, Tim had a YouTube channel be- uh, uh, before we met, but it was more about like tech geeky stuff. But then he turned it to backpacking and uh, the rest is history. I mean, he's made a big impact on the backpacking community uh, on YouTube. And uh, I think the reason why people like him so much is just because he's very personable and he relates to a lot of people uh, on, well, in, in the backpacking community. Yeah, I would totally agree. That's awesome. I like Tim. I'm glad that you introduced us. Whenever, um, funny enough, whenever I met you and Tim and all all the people on that first trip that I ever went on with anybody that did YouTube, my first trip ever, I actually talked to you all a lot about weight loss too. So yeah, the whole hike into Hanson's Point, we talked about that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we all have that in common. And John, John is actually on a journey right now. John, (laughs) tell us a little bit about it because I know you're excited. You got this Facebook group too. I've lost weight. Josh has lost weight. Tim's lost weight. We're all living healthier lives. Yeah. What do you got going? Well, okay. First, before I even say anything though, we have to uh, make sure we post just two of the comments that got posted up here. Um, (laughs) Nah, the mustache is what made him famous, and (laughs) I like Tim's stash. So, uh, (laughs) hate to let you guys know, but he's got a beard now. So, uh, the stash is just part of the overall look now. So, um, he looks way, way more masculine with the beard. Yeah, he does. He looks tough. He looks tough with the beard. Um, and he also introduced me to, uh, straightening combs for your beard, which was an interesting thing. And I tried and I looked terrible, so I don't use it. (laughs) Um, but (laughs) I'm glad it works for him. Uh, no, a few weeks ago, uh, I guess it was a couple months ago. Uh, I went out with you, Jeremiah, and Jason, and uh, backpacking with Jason, sir. Make sure I get that right. Um, went out with uh, Brad from Crow, as, as a Crow Flies Hiking and Mark from Marcos Hiking. And we went out to the Red River Gorge. It was in the 90s, and it was like 100% humidity, and I got heat exhaustion. And uh, I had to have like a moment of like come to Jesus moment for me and, and realize that uh, it was probably time to uh, – Started losing some weight. And so I posted a video about it. Um, I didn't post it for almost a month because I was nervous about putting it out there because it was pretty personal. And I, I put the word out and said, hey, if anybody wants to join me in a group uh, just to keep each other accountable to lose weight, we'll do it. And what ends up happening is now we're well over 50 people in the group. Didn't know that was going to happen. And uh, I would say some of the names that are in the group, but there are some really well-known YouTubers that actually are part of this group as well. Um, and just because we kind of keep it all fairly private, I'm not going to give any names out or anything like that, but we have some really fantastic YouTubers that are in there and just some awesome people in general. And it's been a lot of fun because it's one thing when you get to know your subscribers through comments on Facebook or comments on YouTube, it's a whole nother thing when you're sharing your weight every Wednesday, you know? And so, so for us, that's kind of part of what's going on with me. I'm down, I think I 26 pounds is what I'm down right now. So, uh, still That's got awesome, a long dude. way to go. Got a long way to go. But uh, this isn't about me. This is about Josh. So, Josh, <laughs> got a little quiz for you tonight. And not really okay. a quiz, but more of a I want, I want Josh knowledge shared with us. Okay? Okay. All right. So, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, I'm going to put you center screen here. I, I think you need to be in the center down here. So, the focus is on you. Um, I'm going to show you a coffee apparatus that people use in the backcountry. And, and let you see them. I'm, I've got about six or seven of these things. And so I'm going to show mm-hmm. them all to you. And then I just want you to tell us how you would rate these. Okay. So from most likely to use when you go backpacking to I will never touch that. Does all that right. sound good? 
Yeah, okay. So we're going to start off with the obvious, the one that is probably the most popular thing in backpacking, and that is the Starbucks Via. I just happen to have a little box here that's never been opened. And uh, it was given to me, and I want to say that I would use it, but I hate this stuff. So for me, I'm just going to set it right here. So that's the Starbucks Via. The next thing we have, somebody mentioned in the chat, and that is Kuju Coffee. And Kuju, I don't know if you can see this. I want to hold this up to the camera and see if it, if it shows up at all. It's it's a, a pour-over filter that you actually just take. the. It's a built-in filter you just put over your cup with ground coffee mm-hmm. in it, and you just pour over the coffee. Um, so nice. that's, that's another option. We'll put that there. The next option I have is the ultralight pour-over filter by... Uh, it was this by GSI. This is actually something I've used mm-hmm. quite a bit, but I've actually switched to something else more recently. But uh, obviously, you know, pour overs because you do a pour over almost every single morning. I see the videos on on your Instagram stories. So that's the yeah, pour it's over. every morning. <laughs> uh, yep. And I, and I watch every video. I don't even know what it is about your pour overs that are so like I got to watch his pour overs. Um, but anyways, <laughs> next up on the list, we have the French press that is nice. so infamous by everybody. See if I can get it to work. For some reason, it's stuck, but it doesn't matter. You know what a French press is. So we got the French press here. Next up, we have something called the Coffee Rocket. Have you ever seen one of these? I've never seen one in person, but I've seen them on REI's website. I this is actually something I've started using more recently. Uh, actually, the way it works is you take this bottom off, you put your coffee grounds in here, and what it is, it's a little, it's a little metal filter like this. About the mm-hmm. size of a K-cup. And then uh, you literally put this on top, pour your water in it, and it's got these little legs so that it'll sit on a coffee mug or a coffee cup. That's so pretty cool. Yeah, so there's that. And then the final thing we've got in here. <laughs> How many things do you have? My gosh. I told you six things, Jeremiah. <laughs> you come You prepared. just need to stop and listen. So, and, and then the last thing I've got here is the AeroPress. I don't know if you've ever used an AeroPress. I have never used an AeroPress, but it's on my list of things to buy. When I hear what you say, I'm going to give you my opinion of the AeroPress at the end of this. But I want I want to hear your opinion on, on almost all the stuff. I'm going to get my coffee mug out of the way so you can see everything. Okay. All right. So there's the AeroPress. So we've got the instant coffee. We've got the prepackaged pour-over. We've got the pour-over filter, the French press, the coffee bullet, and the AeroPress. If you were to say, I'm going backpacking this week, how would you rate these as what you'd be most likely to think about using? So I'll start with most likely, and that would be the uh, GSI Java Press, the uh, French press. Uh, I've used, I actually have one just like that, and I've had it for about three years, and I use it at home. I use it on backpacking trips. In fact, I used it to make the coffee that Jeremiah never got. Well, actually, he spilled, but uh, <laughs> and I've used it quite a bit and i love french press coffee not as much as pour over but the gsi java press will be my go-to for sure just because it is it works really well it's it's a great piece of equipment uh then i would probably say from there the AeroPress. i have never used one uh i've seen one being used uh, rachel tweedy i don't know if you guys have ever heard of her she's another ohio mm-hmm. youtuber uh, I met up with her in Mohican a couple me and Jordan, my wife met up with her in Mohican a couple months ago and, uh, before the pandemic stuff went on and she had an AeroPress and was showing me how she used it. And it's really awesome. It's almost like a mix between a French press and espresso. 
And yeah. so that's on my list. Like I'm probably going to get one for my birthday here in a couple of weeks. And so, yeah, number two would definitely be the AeroPress. And then after that, probably the rocket pour over thing. I think that would work. I think that would work very well. Uh, I've never seen one used, but just looking at it, I think that you'd have a little more control over your water flow. And I think that work very well in fact i'd actually be willing to try one so if we ever go backpacking together john you gotta bring that with you so we can try i was it. just gonna say this needs to happen we need to like meet up somewhere i'll let you use this i'll bring it we'll just do like a you. coffee like showdown where we'll, i will just bring all of our coffee stuff and just do a coffee showdown i'm 100 percent in on that That's you heard it here first idea. people i'm totally in on this so okay so then we got the the coffee rocket so now we're down to the final three losers so We've got the GSI Ultralight pour-over. We've got the Kuju pre-packaged pour-over and the one that I know that's going to lose. So let's go from there. <laughs> uh, I would probably choose was the, the, the Kuju or Kuji or whatever, yeah, Kuji Kuju. coffee. Kuju. I would probably choose that before the GSI Ultralight uh, coffee pour-over just because I feel like it would be very – the the GSI one, the ultralight one, would be very uh, dirty and messy to clean up. So I definitely choose the instant pour or the you know the instant pour over uh, over that, uh, just because I feel like it'd be way easier to clean up. I can t- I can deal with uh, a, a, a not as good a cup of coffee, but I hate especially in the mornings on a, like a real backpacking trip. If I'm glamping, I'll probably take the pour over but if i'm yeah. on a real backpacking trip i want something easy and quick so i'd probably choose the the kuji uh pour over uh one and then and then the gsi ultralight I, i've seen the gsi ultralight being used and it just looks like a pain in the butt to clean up and i feel like you don't get as good a control with your water flow with it uh that, that's a big thing with pour overs is controlling how fast your water uh, goes through the coffee, but that also has to do a lot with your grind size too. Cause the finer your grind size, the longer it'll take the water to go through it. It's a big science, but we'll go through that on another video. Right. Uh, right. Right. And then, yeah, last but not least, I would, okay, actually, I would rather have no coffee than have Starbucks. <laughs> like, I'm no. not even kidding you. It is, it is that bad. I knew that was where this was going, and I, so I figured I would just at least put it in there just so I could hear what I already expected to hear. So uh, <laughs> the V is out. So the winner for, for this, uh, this current battle is the French press. So mm-hmm. uh, you are a French press person. That's awesome. Now, I'm going to tell you my favorite is the AeroPress. And the funny thing is I don't really take it camping. I just have it at my house and use it all the time. Like I just make coffee with it because it's so, for one, it's super easy and the cleanup's ridiculous. It's super easy cleanup because you just have to rinse it real quick, dry it off and you're good to go. But uh, Mm -hmm. I can bring this too. I'm just saying we could, we could have some serious like fun making coffee. You know, we'll do one of those like really difficult backpacking trips where you hike two miles to a campsite (laughs) And then we'll just make yeah. coffee for like hours, you know? It'll be great. Jeremiah Dude, wants some. I'm so down. Just sit by fire. Just make different coffee. I'll bring – I can. I have a couple different ways to make coffee. It's not like backpacking ultralight worthy, but, I mean, if we're hiking in, you know, a two-mile grueling hike, then I think I could probably bring a few. Heck, I'll bring a power bank in my espresso machine. Hey. Wow. We're wow. Going He's a baller. Now, now Mark – 
Mark Orton, MacGyver, as as many people know him, he's he's does the mocha pot. I think he has that he's used. Have you used one of those mocha pots before? I actually have one. My wife got one for Christmas. I have. I have to be very in the mood for it because it is a very specific flavor of coffee. It's very interesting, but. The one thing I love about it is just how like cool it is to watch it brew the coffee. It's just so unique. I love watching it brew the coffee. Now nice. here's what I want to know. And by the way, I'll be your old taste tester if you don't mind. <laughs> by the way, somebody just posted this. Well, <clears throat> not off here, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking at the comments. They're in the corner on my screen, so <laughs> it looks like I'm looking down. So I've heard um, multiple things on this. And I want to know which is right. And y'all may or may not know. So the people that take the pour over, whether it's in a filter or whether it's in one of those GSI like uh, attachments that goes on a cup, like y'all were showing a second ago, I want to know, should you take those coffee grounds and put them in a Ziploc bag? Should you pour them on the ground? Should you bury them? Should, like... Are you supposed? How are you supposed to dispose of those? Because some people have told me, and I don't even take them, so I haven't done any of it. But some people have said it's good for the ground. Some people are like, no, that's definitely not leave no trace. So, Josh, I'll let you go first, and you tell me what you think. Uh, in my personal opinion, I feel like you should pack it out. Uh, I think you, when you're done with them, put them in a Ziploc bag and, and pack them out. At home, you can dump them outside. They're actually good for your garden. But in the backcountry, I wouldn't dump them on the ground. I wouldn't bury them. You don't want to risk, especially like a designated campsite, you don't want to risk animals coming back around to dig it up, especially bears. Uh, And so I'd say if it were me, I always pack out my coffee grounds. Okay. John? I usually throw them on your hammock. Um, when I'm done with them. <laughs> Straight so. on the tarp. <laughs> Can you imagine no. if somebody dumped that into <laughs> your hammock? old grounds on you? That'd be awful. Bro, no. I would be so, like, fighting mad. <laughs> the pride of Kentucky with ground, coffee grounds in it? Yeah. No, I, you know what I do actually is um, I, if, if, there, if there's a fire going in the morning, I actually put my grounds in the fire and just burn them up. Um, but if I can't do that, I usually pack mine out. So I don't, I don't, I don't think you should dump on the ground. Um, leave no trace. I I, th- I just think even even though really the grounds probably aren't bad for the ground, I won't do it. Um, I just uh, I just throw it on a fire and let them let them burn up. I mean that they're not going to be there after that. So, uh, but that's the only way I'll ever leave my coffee grounds at a campsite is if I put them in the campfire. So, I got you. Um, something else that just popped up. Uh, Justin got on here and said, is the dual stream to see who's more popular? Because uh, we're streaming on both of our <laughs> no, channels. And, and the truth not. is, there is no challenge as to who's most popular. We all know Jeremiah is the most popular. No. I mean, anybody who can go, what's going on, hackers? Like he can. I mean, what's going on, hackers? I mean, right there it is. So, I mean, you know, you just can't beat that. So, I, there is no battle here at all. I, I know my place in the world. And uh, it is definitely not as the most popular of the two of us. No, I actually asked him to be in the podcast, so the podcast would be popular. So. No, the, it's the the dual threat, the tag team. Oh, is that what it here, is? Yeah, I just want to have a good time, man. Talk to you, talk to Josh, hang out. Oh, Josh, yeah. You, I know that um, we had like a 30-minute slot for you. I know you're a really busy guy. Are you able to keep going? 
or do you need to hop off? We'll uh, respect your time. My phone's at like 30%. We should probably, I should probably spend a little bit of time with my wife tonight. So I got like a couple more minutes. If you want to wrap this up with me, then we can wrap it up with me and then we'll call it good. Can you bring yeah, your wife sure. onto the camera so we can all say hi to her? Uh, she is, I think in the bedroom. So oh, okay. probably That's not. a hard no. Yeah, we won't, we won't even ask. So that's all good. That's all good. But, uh, we're so glad you came on the show, man. So glad you came on the show. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us and your wisdom on coffee. Really appreciate that. No and thank you for blessing us with Tim Watson. That was that was so nice of you to do that. No. Yeah, no problem. Sorry, you're for some reason my connection must be really bad. I'm kind of breaking up a little bit, but but yeah, no, I, this has been a good time. Uh, you know, it's funny. Everybody kind of used to know me as like Subaru Josh, but now I'm like more of coffee josh everybody knows me more about coffee stuff now and honestly i just love talking about coffee and and uh it's become almost as much passion for mom as packing is and uh and so i love talking about talking about coffee and so if anybody's got ever got any questions about coffee or wants opinions just shoot me a message on instagram or on youtube or whatever and uh, it might take a couple hours on but i'm always down to talk about coffee I, I love it and but uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on, and it was a good time talking. It's good time officially like talking in person with you, John. Yeah. Uh, and I've been watching YouTube channel for a while, and uh, and so I'm glad that we can finally actually have a discussion face to face online. And so we need to want to backpack and trip together sometime soon. Maybe uh, one of our Oil Creek trips. You can come along with Jeremiah. I think that'd be a ton of fun. Hey. Oh yeah, man, we love those road trips. So that'd be fun. That'd be oh, fun. Yeah. Well, hey, man, thank you so much. Have a good one, and uh, enjoy your time with your wife, man. Oh, I'm going to. We're going to go just probably watch The Office or something and cuddle <laughs> with dogs and just be up early again tomorrow. So I'm just going to go enjoy the last uh, but probably last hour before I go to sleep. So thanks again for having me on, guys. Yes, man. Yeah, we'll talk to you sure, later. Man. That was awesome. Great Tim guy. is on here now. I don't know if you see that. And he, he's, he's, he found an emoji of himself. I didn't know that was possible to find an emoji of yourself. That's pretty it's awesome. It's him with the beard. Yeah, it's with the beard and everything, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So, that's really fun having Josh on. I'm good to continue. Oh, yeah. I just uh, I want to make sure that we respect his time. Yeah, but it's yeah, really it, fun. Oh, yeah, man. It was fun. I'm, I'm watching some of the comments over here. Uh, Justin wanted to let us know that he loves us both equally. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. It's good It's good to feel the love. Uh, let's see. Uh on the LNT, what do you think with the Apple core of the Apple you picked on trail? What do you do with the Apple core of the Apple you picked on trail? What do you do with that, Jeremiah? Oh, that's easy. You eat it. You eat the core? You eat the whole thing. What? What? I got no response for that, man. <laughs> you eat, Have you never <laughs> eaten the entire Apple core, including the seeds and the stem? No. Well, obviously you haven't lived. I've lived really well, 46 <laughs> years of living, and I've never had that, and I'm good with it. I'm real good no. with it. No. Uh, we will try to find an apple tree next time we go backpacking. And I'll give you my core. We'll, we'll, no, I don't want your core. You had to eat it if you pig it. By the way, Thomas Baker, nobody knows about this yet, but very, very recently, I met up with Thomas Baker. Oh, really? I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to say when. Because Thomas Baker and I are men of mystery, but oh, we okay. <laughs> we met up, and I haven't shown anybody. I haven't. I don't even think I've told you. 
But Thomas completed my custom backpack. Really? Oh, that's the one you were taught. You've talked about this one for almost a year now. Oh, yeah. I had originally met Thomas at the Michigan Hammock Hang. You remember that? You were there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember that really well. I stood around for a long time hanging out with Thomas, just talking, you know, standing around the fire, staying warm on that cold, drizzly night. And yeah. uh, Thomas is like, hey, man, um, you know. I'll make you a backpack. And he sent me one, and he asked me, like, what did I think about it, what features to add, that kind of stuff. It definitely wasn't Gonex <laughs> or Gonex. <laughs> I still don't even know how to pronounce it. Here I am still giving them airtime. Thank you. Thank you to Ink Blots for making sure that got in here at least one time during the podcast <laughs> because uh, we have to talk about Gonex at least once. I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times in the, uh, <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> so... Anyway, Thomas, uh, I met up with him, and he gave me the backpack, and I'll shoot you the clip after this so that you can get a little sneak What's up, Darwin? Hey, Darwin, what's up, man? What's going on, man? Hey, I hope that Darwin is enjoying his uh, time on trail. I I recently watched his his video saying that he was taking some time off, and pretty soon, I believe he'll start editing the footage that he just took the time, which I completely understand. I took a lot of time off. I was doing like video a week and then COVID hit and then I just stopped, but I'm going to throw it out there. I think I'm getting my mojo back, man. I think there uh, might be that video I mean, you put out today was pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie. You did. Well, you did a really you. good job, man. Thank really you. good job on that video. So let me, okay. So I'm going to throw this up there. Uh, Justin outdoors, uh, how does that affect your gut when you're also suppressing your trail poops? Because everybody knows you are infamous for trying to do every trip without ever pooping in the woods. So how how does eating an apple core keep you from doing that? I got to say, well, I don't know about the apple core, but I am a big fan of waiting to poop until you have a toilet. Or <laughs> what you can do is you can uh, – see, I come prepared, so I will poop – I'll wait as long as I can, and then you poop right before you go on trail. Like at Gray's Arch parking lot at Red River Gorge. Oh, yeah. If you park there, there's bathrooms. Yeah, but you got all those flies, man. I'd rather poop in the woods than poop on those flies. Well, sometimes you got to make sacrifices, man. You do you, bro. Yeah. You do you. Oh, man. I have Thomas made something, and... It is pretty much something that would assist you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. And I told him he needs to patent it. Dude, this is the most genius idea I've ever seen in my entire life. And if he gives me permission, I'll text him later. I'll share it with you. But I think he needs to patent this. And uh, it will. It would pretty much relieve my, um, I don't know. I don't really have a fear of pooping in the woods. I just prefer to sit on a toilet but it would definitely just completely take care of that yeah jason wish wanted to let you know that maybe you don't really eat it but you insert it <laughs> <laughs> also uh justin outdoors says your gas must be next level so uh <laughs> he knows he knows justin outdoor knows oh man oh man so uh so jeremiah jeremiah let's talk a little bit about camping food okay now yeah being that we both have done several trips with our good buddy backpacking, Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, uh, we have been spoiled by that man. Dude. What do you do when you're not with Jason? 
That's what I want to know. What do you eat on the trail when you're not with Jason? We just got to talk about coffee for a half hour. Now I want to know what do you do for food on the trail when you don't have Jason Waugh of Mr. Backpacking with Jason Sir with you? Well, let me start off by saying there is actually people calling him Mr. Backpacking with Jason Sir now. And I love in that. his comments. I think it's hilarious. And I've been texting him like all day. And we were talking about it. I think it's hilarious, and I think that people should keep doing it. And I, I agree, hundred percent. <laughs> I hope it doesn't get annoying to him, because then we, I guess we can <laughs> tell people to stop. But for food, I'm going to keep it real with you. I did the longest hike that I ever did was um, the Long Trail. Right, I'm a long trailer, mm-hmm. and I had to resupply, and I always bought too much food. My go-to meals that I'll probably never eat again for the rest of my life was I would get like these bagels, like the ones that have cheese or, or um, sesame seeds or something sprinkled yeah. on top. Yeah. And then I throw some salami and some pre-cooked bacon and some string cheese. And I take some Tommy toe tomatoes and some spinach and I put it on there. <laughs> this God actually <laughs> drive meals. <laughs> That's hilarious. So that would be like a go-to lunch to make a sandwich, something yeah. super easy. I'm really lazy, so uh, well, especially when it comes to food, but just in general, I guess. And I'll go with like a PB&J, you know. In, mm-hmm. in the wintertime, if I'm not going very far, then I don't care to bring something that I had to cook. Like I've I've taken steak whenever I don't go with Jason, but it's pretty rare. If you hike with John Kelly... You this is true. Bacon. That's oh, that's true. You get woken up with bacon. If you You've been doing. Whenever you do these little solo trips and you're just chilling and nobody even knows, like only your friends know and your wife yeah. and stuff, and you're not making a video, you're just doing me time. What do you take? Honestly, um, I don't take a lot of crazy food when it's just me, um, because I'm just kind of out to get out, and I don't want to have to think too much about cooking. So um, I've become a big fan of stowaway gourmet. I mean, we've talked about that before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when I, I, I did a video a while back just about their chili, just did it because I really liked it. Um, they saw the video and they said, hey, what do you want to eat? And they sent me a box full of food. And so um, I've actually been eating that and loving it. And uh, I'm just a huge fan of that stuff. Um, I just had, they had like, Boar bacon stew. I think is what I had. Boar bacon white bean stew or something like that that I had when I was down in the Smokies just a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm planning on taking that black bean bear chili with me when I go uh, down to Grayson Highlands here in the next week. So, well, yeah, I, I, they're easy. That th- thing I love about that just easy. I don't. Yeah. Know, they're not heavy, you know. Um, and on a nutrition scale, they have really decent nutrition. So for someone like me who's still got another pounds to lose. Um, it, it gives me the opportunity to still eat healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I want to follow this up. I want to know, you may have to think real hard about this. Okay. Don't ask me because I have no idea. Okay. So if you ask me, I'm going to pass. Okay. If there is one meal, get to pick a meal, but mm-hmm. it is the only thing that you can take backpacking ever breakfast lunch dinner and snacks it's the only thing you can eat you can eat it you have to eat it every single meal 
every single or just don't eat i guess you could skip you'd be like i don't want breakfast today i ain't eating that what okay. is that meal for the rest of your life for every single backpacking trip that you take it's hard ain't it that's a difficult one because then you're like wait breakfast I- is what throws it off it's breakfast <laughs> that throws the whole thing off you know you what i mean skip. that that really throws it off you know what i'd probably do okay what? this is what i would probably do it would be tortillas and sriracha tuna. Oh, um, dude, I love that stuff. Don't, don't do that to yourself. No, I don't. love that stuff. And then cheddar cheese sticks. Bro, well, that is pretty versatile. That would be I'm good. I'm just telling you, like, I can kind of play with that all day. Like, I can have different things all day if I do that. Like, the tortillas, I could, like, put them in a pot or a pan and just kind of grill them up. So it's kind of like a like a toasted tortilla kind of thing. And for lunch, obviously, I can do wraps, and I can, you can do all kinds of stuff with that, man. I don't but know, what, man. I want to know what yours is. I want you. I want you to answer this, even though you said uh, you wouldn't. I want you to answer this. You tell me what you would take on trail with you if you could only take one thing. Man, we're getting a lot it. of stuff, by the way. People saying what they want to bring. <laughs> uh, don't forget the fruit right here. This this right here, man. Everybody That's read you. this. Don't forget your Welch's fruit snacks, man. Every that- trip. Yeah, you every bring those trip. every time. I do. I love those things. Cold. Let's see, we got a homemade dehydrated chili mac with hatch green chilies. Oh, Greg. I need, I need to think about be sending me some of that. Yeah, you could dehydrate your own awesome. stuff. We got cold pizza. He probably wants it from Miguel's. Uh, <laughs> we got pizza, dehydrated tacos, uh, Pop Tarts, PB&J on hearty bread. Uh, cheese curds. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. That's got the Wisconsin coming out in me right now. That's I had cheese curds. I had those for the first time when uh, Miyagi come to visit. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's good stuff. So this, Here's one for you. Here's one. This might give you an idea. We okay. just did Upper Cumberland in canoes. Three days, nine adults, two kids with 48 eggs, four pounds of bacon, three pounds of sausage, bread, potatoes, peppers, onions, eight steaks, a cooler of beer, Oh, and don't ask about the whiskey. <laughs> Is that considered Whoa. one meal? I don't think that's considered <laughs> one meal. What if that was your meal? I would take that time? for every meal of the day. That's what I would yeah. take for every single meal of the day. Yeah, well. Dang, blind if, hiker. Look at that list, man. That's too many things. Well, he Holy had cow. Nine, nine adults, two kids, in three days. He must have had a lot of canoes and kayaks. Yeah, what do you even do with that? Man. I don't know. There, there's only one problem with that that I can see, because this is what makes it hard for me. My favorite meal is dessert. So, yeah, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to do like peanut butter and Nutella for every meal on tortilla? I don't know, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Thomas, Thomas has been Becker. busy. He he's has busy. been busy. I think he's got a sewing machine in the basement. Uh-huh. I That's could definitely... So I asked Thomas after he made my backpack. I was like, "Would you consider doing this like uh, as a business?" He's like, "Bro, it took so long. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I'd do it." But I think also, I'll throw everybody a, a curveball here. The other day, okay, let me let me start from the beginning. All right, so I cut all this weight, and I was getting ripped, right? And now I'm not. Right. But I had dedicated a lot of time to eating right and to exercising. 
so I got my six pack. I got my little V taper, and now I'm more like blubbery taper. But I'm an upside down V. No, bro, you're a beautiful <laughs> human being. It's pear, pear shape. So I I wanted to alter my shirts every day. I would dress up for work, and. I would uh, need the shirt. You know, if like you're real skinny and then you wear a button up and you have all that fabric hanging out. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You're not listening to me right now. Look at you. Keep talking. I'm, this is good. You're going to be happy with what I'm doing. So just, okay, just okay. calm down. So here's what I did. I have a friend at work and uh, I paid her to taper my shirts in so that they would still hug that kind of V shape and get rid of the extra fabric. So yeah. then I had the bright idea. I was like, well, we have um, like a home ec and she teaches all kinds of different stuff at work, food, nutrition, um, sewing, all this like home stuff. Yeah. So I borrowed a sewing machine off of her. I still have it. She was like, we never use these anymore. Yeah. So she let me have it pretty much, and I have it right now. And we had a camping chair. You know how you stick camping chairs in those, like, slips, and then you yeah. cinch it up? Yep. Well, we had one of those to rip, and I told Bridget, I was like, just give it to me. I'll fix it. I broke out that sewing machine, and for the first time in probably 15 years— I sewed something. Then, this was yesterday. Yesterday. What? Then Bridget, she comes to me and she's like, hey, I got this little, she's got this, you know, girls wear the fancy shirts and they got the different designs. And, but anyway, it had like a, a, a string, a thick string that goes across. It had come apart. And I was like, don't throw that away because I'm cheap, right? So right. I was like, don't throw that away. I'll fix it. She drove to Walmart, probably spent more money on gas driving there than if we had just replaced it. Uh, and she bought thread the same color as the shirt i stuck that thing under the sewing machine fix that shirt right up she wore it today look at you i'm telling you man you want to start your backpacking company i don't know if i'll ever sew anything again for the rest of my life being honest. <laughs> i have to show you this let me see if i can find this here uh just i know you're working the comments on yeah, Sriracha tuna wraps are one of the main food groups. <laughs> that that whole food group thing is different than when I was a kid, by the way. So what I could your see that. I don't know, but they were like, oh, you don't need like fish oils and that kind of stuff. That was at the very, very tippy top. And the only thing you need is grains. Yeah. Sriracha tuna is the worst Jeremy's thing I've not ever. A fan. <laughs> Jeremy's not a fan. He says it's the worst thing he's ever put in his mouth. I don't believe that. Let me. I've seen, I've seen some of the things that he drinks on his show. Some of that stuff is just not good. So, <laughs> bro, I have a sriracha tuna wrap packet. I don't know how long those things take to expire. Yeah, but I have one that is in my like little hiking cupboard that I keep all my hiking backpacking food in, and I'd say I bought it at least a year and a half ago, and I take it on trail with me, and I still have not worked up the courage to actually eat it. Because I was like, this will definitely give you diarrhea. 100% chance <laughs> I'll get diarrhea from sriracha tuna. I'm never so had I it. Just, seriously? Never had it. No. Never had the diarrhea only time I got, The only time I got diarrhea wasn't because I got diarrhea. It was because I got giardia. When I started, when I did the uh, lower section of this uh, Shell Toy Trace. Oh, yeah, giardia will do it. Oh, it was bad. Like days of just. We don't talk about it. Check this out. So, uh, <laughs> why, what? You guys aren't fueled by couscous? Darwin, lead them to the light. 
Couscous. <laughs> I've never had couscous. Really? I don't it's even good, know. Man. I don't know if couscous is grown. I mean, I, 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 it's a grain, right? It's kind of like rice. I think so, I don't yeah. know if they plant it like rice fields. I have no idea. Educate me on it. Well, I can't educate you on something I can't educate you on, so I just know I like it. It's good. Well, next time that we come up to your house for dinner, why don't you make some, and then I'll know if I like it. Oh, so you like my cooking. Oh, I like that. You see how I slid that right in there? That was good, yeah. That was you real good. You good cooking, man. What did you make? You made chicken. I didn't make dehydrated stew and instant mashed potatoes, but that would be good. Oh, yeah. Dehydrated yeah. stew and mashed potatoes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Larry L. They named it twice, and it's a pasta. What? I don't get it. It's a pasta. Oh, we got a special guest coming on right now. Are you ready? This is for you, Jeremiah. Oh, no. Hang on. Let me let me get this off. Here we go. There he is. Whoa. Mr. Devin Ashby. How you doing, man? Hold on. You got to give me a second to park my car. Oh, you're good. Oh. You're good. <laughs> He's driving right now. Are you on your way to pick up Dan? Uh, no, I'm not picking up Dan. I'm just uh, headed in that direction. Dan's getting picked up by some other people. Very cool. <clears throat> All right, now 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 I'm safe. Cars now we've been trying hard. to get you on this show for forever. Like we've been trying, it just never works out. And and here we are. We we've got you on here finally. So how you doing, man? I know, right? Yeah. Well, hey, I mean man. you get me as I'm driving, so it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, will you do me a favor? What's up? Just turn your phone sideways so I can see your beautiful face. Oh, there we go. Oh, look at oh. that. Is that happy now? Yeah, man, you look great. You look great before, but now you look extra great. What's going on? Make you real big on the screen so everybody can see you. You're the best looking person in the room right now, so we want to make sure you're the big face. So thanks. I shaved today. It's my last day at work, so uh, had to look presentable. So was that bittersweet? Uh, It was all right. Yeah, I've had a decent amount of time to kind of figure it out. So I gave a a month notice. That's cool. uh, allow them enough time to find a replacement for me so but tell but me what you solid. did so for the last uh eight years i was the general manager for an indoor rock climbing facility yeah yeah <laughs> what you, yeah but yeah but what happened to say something <laughs> yeah but i i don't know i don't know the story behind this so i it's unfolding before my very eyes so uh-huh. you decided to leave that job and what are you gonna do uh well so the, i guess this is like the first public announcement I don't even know. no wait 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 you don't have to announce it dude you don't have to announce it if you don't want to <laughs> i was i was keeping my mouth shut because i was just i was just happy for you but i yeah no, if you want to say no, it again if you don't want to you don't have to no i'm happy to share um i had a really cool opportunity uh presented to me and i am gonna be working for waymark gear company very cool <laughs> congratulations that's that's, that's that's breaking news like we've got a ticker down on the bottom it's like all fake news but this is breaking <laughs> news that's real and uh which is really cool it's really really cool so excited yeah. to have you on the show so what is it um what is basically what are you going to be doing with waymark uh some titles general manager which basically everything from uh managing the production team to uh i mean marketing and growth analysis stuff and kind of like anything and everything that is necessary for uh the business so Very pretty cool, cool. 
uh, Mark, the owner, is a phenomenal individual and just feel uh, super grateful to be able to work under him. And he's a good man. That business is awesome. The product is amazing. Obviously, I'm going to say that because I'm an employee, but uh, uh, you believed in it long before you were an employee. Oh, yeah, you and I've had way too true. many conversations, man. I know what you think about Waymark, so I'm yeah, not even worried about it. Incredible. Yeah, and Justin Outdoors says, Congrats. Uh, Mark goes hiking. Sweet man, congrats. Uh, congrats on the new job, the blind hiker. We got congratulations, wow. Sean Schultz. Uh, love to wander. Con- exposure, congrats. So uh, everybody's happy for you, man. And then Greg Morton says what we all want to hear. Free packs for everyone. Hey, <laughs> hey I'm making zero promises. <laughs> Bro, I was uh, – so we had this trip planned with you, and I 100% want to plan another one. So it has to happen. Yes, if, 100%. If we, if we had planned the same trip, what kind of itinerary or like general location would we have been going to are going to tell me about it uh so it would honestly be basically pretty similar to what i'm taking dan and the rest of this group that is going on this trip um so it'd be a desert trip walking in water in a desert canyon bottom um one of my favorite areas of, of utah that's called uh the escalante grand staircase escalante national monument which covers like 120,000 acres like it's a massive uh area of land capitol reef national park uh all of that area is just like my favorite uh, place to explore right now in the state so we'd find something down in that area to to show you a good time that you would never get you would never get in kentucky well you're not gonna walk me through all that poison ivy are you no, I watched that video, man. I don't know how you came out unscathed because that was insane. There was so much poison ivy in there, man. And it had like it didn't affect me at all, which is shocking. That's amazing. I want to know about the canyons because I've watched the movies, and to me, and I've watched your videos, and you literally walking through canyons, and you got these little not super tight, but I guess they could be, and there's standing water, and then I watch something like a survival show like Les Stroud, Survivor Man, and they're like, oh, don't get caught in this slot cannon. We could have a flood. It could be raining 400 miles away, and we could get a 400-foot wall of water coming through. I'm scared of these canyons. So what it, I saw a guy cut his arm off that movie, right? Because he was stuck <laughs> in there. Right? Yeah, and I don't want that to it's happen. It's so real. So. That happens like all the time, right, Devin? Yeah, I mean – Every other person that goes out ends up cutting their arm off or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's just kind of how it works out there. So what are you supposed to do? It, how much notice would I already have if if there is going to be a flash flood or something in a canyon? And would, be, would we be at risk going into any of these? Because I've never even seen one in person. Well, so, I mean, if you know me and my style, like risk management planning is a huge part of – my philosophy and if i know that there's going to be weather i don't even plan a trip into that into that area like it's just not even not even worth it some of the rivers uh like we can use the perea river for example that feeds into the colorado river it's a main tributary of the colorado river 
it uh, it has actual uh, gauge stations on it, so you can get on the USGS uh, like water data website, and mm-hmm. you can see current flow of the rivers. And so, for some of these canyons, I'll look at what are the what's the river activity like? Has it flooded recently? And what's the like median or uh, average flow rate over like a 30-year period or however long they've been gauging that particular water water flow. And I mean, that's super nerdy stuff, but I <laughs> like I use that as legitimate uh, decision-making stuff for when I'm planning a trip into these desert canyons. For the most part, none of them are, well, I shouldn't say none of them. A vast majority of them are not narrow enough that you would be in severe danger if it did flood. Uh, you can get high enough in a lot of the camping, like the areas that you would post up to camp. They're not established campsites. It's not like uh, anything like that. It's dispersed camping. But yeah, just smart planning and thinking ahead and pay, paying attention to the weather. I've never, I've never been in a situation where I've had to worry about a flood because I chose to do something different based off of uh, potential weather. That makes sense. I mean, I, I will say like when I first got into backpacking and started watching your channel, um, you were the guy I would go to if it had anything to do with a medical kit or any kind of search and rescue style stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm rocking one of these Zolio things because of a conversation I had with you in a video that you did. So uh, nice. when it comes to safety and stuff, I'm pretty sure you're the guy I want to talk to. So when you say, you know, whatever you say, I'm pretty much all ears. So I want to know when we come down, you don't drink coffee, right? Um, not very often. I yeah, it's okay. It, I don't really like the taste of coffee, but yeah. it's also like a religious religious thing. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. Well, I know we just had Josh Ebersole on here, and we literally talked to him about coffee for what thirty minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so thirty minutes straight we talked to him. But when we go on a trip with you, um, what do you do for food typically? I know you're a big peak refuel guy, but are there other things that you take with you when you go backpacking that uh, isn't peak refuel? Yeah, my food has evolved quite a bit. Um, when I was in college, so if people don't know, I was an outdoor recreation management major in college. And um, we focused really heavily on like the Knowles bulk ration system. And there's a book called The Knowles Cookery. You guys know what Knowles is, right? Not a clue. No. Um, Knowles is like... Well, no, I feel really like true. we're not very good backpackers, yeah. Jeremiah. <laughs> no, uh, it's the National Out- National Outdoor Leadership School. So if you've okay. heard of Outward, Outward Bound, uh, it's similar. Anyway, they they take uh, groups and expeditions out for like 30 days at a time, and they'll do like full-on bulk ration where everything is uh, purely made from scratch. So you're taking so many pounds of flour, you're taking so many pounds of cheese and just other ingredients, and then you're choosing to like make something from scratch. So I did that for a really long time. And in my early trip videos, you'll see me take like whole vegetables and uh, I've made like calzones on the trail. And over time that has like 
fizzled out and I'm more into just easy meals. So uh, part of it is that, yes, I'm a peak refuel ambassador. So like I'm, I'm, I'm doing that because their food is so good. Yeah, it is really uh, good. like it, it legitimately is good food for you. doesn't have a bunch of fillers and nasty stuff, lots of protein. Uh, so that's easy, but I also carry just a lot of simple uh, proteins and fats. So whatever I can get that gives me that, that kind of stuff. So dried meats, cheese, uh, nuts and whatnot. Very cool. Very ask him. Cool. Ask him what I ask you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Jeremiah, you asked this question because this is your question. I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thunder on this. So, That's get ready, Devin. Here it comes. Hi, right, Devin. If you need some think time, it's okay. This is a hard question, but it's about food. Okay. Let's imagine that for every single meal. You can only eat this meal on every backpacking trip, including snacks. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner snacks has to be this meal. You can be versatile if you want. What is that meal for the rest of your life? It, for, the no, rest of, for the rest of my life or for every backpacking trip? Yeah, you changed well, the thing. That, I thought no, it was backpacking trips. It's backpacking, I know. It's backpacking trips okay. for the rest of your okay. backpacking trips. <laughs> Oh man, it feels like it would need to be some kind of like really easy like camp curry, so like chicken and rice, and because that's actually pretty easy to do on the trail. Yeah, it is. Wow, that's a whole lot better than my answer. Mine was total junk food. So, <laughs> mine was mine was so, sriracha, tuna, tortillas, and cheddar cheese sticks. So yeah, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like tortillas would get really old really fast. Yeah, but they're, I feel like they're heavy, but they're the most versatile backpacking thing. Like backpacking food that you can bring is like your uh, base, if you will. Because John said he's like he could toast them. Yeah, yeah. what were you going to say? Well, I, I said I've got my pack right behind me, and I've got tortillas in it right now. <laughs> See? I, got, I actually got... So get this. I found... I've been on kind of like the mission to find some really cool, just like simple ways to carry like peanut butter and jelly that isn't putting, like transferring into a new container that isn't messy. And I found these peanut butter and jelly, uh, like single serve deals that half of it is peanut butter and it's like a squeeze squeeze deal and the other half is like a different type of various types of jelly and they're called oh, really? split. they're called splits splits i'll have to check yeah that out. can you put a picture of this on the screen i, I have will, i will no, go look for them right now i got no idea what i have well, had got them on amazon by the way I will, yeah, look at his plug-in. We're not even getting paid uh, for I this. do this, and all I see is yoga. I just want to point that out. So. <laughs> so when I was a kid, we had the jars that were like striped, peanut butter, jelly. Have you seen that? Yeah, those are, those are disgusting. Well. Yeah, goobers and grapes. It was called goobers and grapes. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, if you could have like a squirt bottle, you know, like something that relish would come in. Like yeah. an upside down ketchup bottle. Right. That that's what I'm imagining you describing right now. You have to carry that whole bottle and then half of it, 
it's like a divider in there. And when you squirt it out, half of it comes out peanut butter, half of it comes out jelly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but this is like, you know the Justin's peanut butter? Yeah. Or oh, you the, like tear off the tab. Yeah, tear off the corner, pull off the tab, like that kind of little tiny squeeze, single serve type of deal. I have I know somebody that got sick off those too. Wait till wait till you see this, Jeremiah. I'm I'm pulling something up right now, and okay. I'm gonna see if I can get it to come up here. I don't know if it will or not, but I'm I'm gonna get it to come up here. Hopefully, uh, I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to bad talk the brand that you just said. So let me retract that. I don't know if it was that specific brand, but it's like the runny peanut butter. There, that's split. it right there. Split. Yep, there oh. Two great foods, one fast pack. Real ingredients, gluten free, plant based, non GMO. Yeah, split. Hit us up. Look at that right there. That's a that's a new. Uh, that's definitely somebody who could sponsor us. As the screen says on the bottom, we're not sponsored, but we'd love to be. So, you know, I'm full of endless plugs. I'll tell you that all night long. Yeah. So those uh, the tear off. I don't remember what brand it was, but he ate it. I think it's Karate Josh. I don't know if you've met him or not, but he backpacks. Yeah, I've been on a backpack with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I've been on a trip. So he told me whenever we were in Colorado, he tore that off and squirted on uh, whatever he was eating, and he got sick. And then the, whenever he was home, this guy's like MMA, box all the time, like eats, you know, eight meals a day. So he told me that he had the same from the same box. He opened another one of those packets and ate it at home. He said he eats a lot of peanut butter, and he got like diarrhea and vomiting from it. <laughs> I've never even heard of awesome. Now, have either of you guys used the peanut butter powder, PB Fit, or any of those kinds yeah. of things? That yeah. stuff's great. That stuff's easy, too, because all you can do is put a little water in it, you've got peanut butter. And it's a whole lot lighter than peanut butter. Yeah, but my issue with a lot of that in- kind of stuff, because it, it might have been like your guys' podcast or some other podcast I was listening to, they're talking about food, and somebody does like all freeze-dried stuff. And oh, yeah, I was like, I had a buddy on, yeah, on the long trail that did everything. For okay, okay, yeah. so yeah, well, it was your your uh, maybe your last episode. Anyway, um, that's a lot of water. Yeah, you have to like to to rehydrate every single thing that you're eating. Yeah, I remember he would like for lunch. He would do cold soap, but he would have like a freezer Ziploc bag or something. I don't remember okay. it was vacuum sealed. And he'd squirt water in there. And I was like, what is that? He's like, I'm having tortillas and chicken tacos. And I was like, you're going to rehydrate that for lunch? Because, I mean, <laughs> hike your own hike or whatever. But I want a quick lunch. I don't want – I guess he could have done it on the way. But you're right. That is a lot of water. I don't think, I think if you're if you're hiking next to water all day, that's not a bad deal. But if uh, you're right. out in Utah and some of the places where you go, that's a whole different ball game. Because I know right. sometimes water is right. really hard to come by. And even when you do have water around you here, especially in the desert, it's not always like treatable water. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, a lot of like some of the desert canyons, the water is just so full of silt. Like it's muddy and like chocolate milk. It has so uh, much silt in it. I mean, yeah. you could drink it, but I'm not going to say what's going to happen to you when you do. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, well, I think. By the way, go ahead. I was I was gonna say we got in trouble with Darwin. 
Oh, um, what do you say? We weren't supposed to reveal the fact that he's working for Samsung now, making ultralight screens for phones. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he, he, he's he's upset with us. So sorry about that, Darwin. We weren't supposed to let that cat out of the bag yet. Um, anyways, back to what's important here. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you like so, two or three minutes. The the sun's going down, and I gotta I gotta go meet Dan. Oh, you're good. Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. So to wrap up about the free stride, I think you're right because that guy's name is Dragon. He's a great guy, but uh, he didn't finish the long trail with us in our trail family. So I got all of his resupplies for like the last, I don't know, 80 miles or something. And I was eating that stuff. And sometimes (laughs) it rehydrated perfectly. And sometimes you're like, man, this is like cardboard chicken, you know. I don't, I don't know how safe that is either. But anyway, let's uh, let's let Devin. If if you don't know who Devin is, he's got backcountry exposure. He does all kinds of cool stuff, and I love the gear that you're making. And yeah. I know you've told me before that you have a bunch of different passions, and it kind of keeps you balanced. But uh, yeah, yeah, any, yeah, anything that uh, you want to share with anybody, you can do your plugs and. Uh, I mean, you kind of did it for me. <laughs> I'm a channel, but uh, yeah. You have a great if, podcast. Uh, if you're not subscribed, you better subscribe. No. Yeah. Uh, check out my podcast. Yeah. That uh, is, may not be something that people are familiar with. It's the Backpacking Experience Podcast. So Yeah. It's a was, great podcast. Yeah. yeah I've, had some, uh, I've had some really cool, cool guests on there and. Yeah, it's been a lot on. Well, thanks That's so awesome, much man. for uh, this. Was a complete surprise, man. I had no idea you're even <laughs> coming on here. This is what I was surprising you with. That's what I was on my phone. Uh, I was texting Devin, I'm like, because he was commenting. I'm like, dude, just get on the freaking live cast with us. You I know. know? I, I was being a bad driver and listening and commenting while I was driving. <laughs> we won't tell anybody. Well, he just told everybody, so it's already there. (laughs) (laughs) It's on YouTube. So, well, thanks for joining up with us, Devin. Appreciate Uh, you, you man. Tell Dan we said hey. All right. All right, brother. Talk to you later. Uh, See, I told you I had a surprise for you, man. Wow. And here I was giving you. I was giving you a hard time. I know you're giving me a hard time, and I was all I was trying to do was just look out for you. So, yeah, uh, we got a huge guest coming on wednesday oh yeah the oh, reason yeah. we the real reason we actually did this podcast was because we needed to see if we could do this live stream this way because wednesday uh we have a guy named rue mckenrick who is going to be on this live stream and jeremy i want you to tell everybody a little bit about rue and what he's been doing and what they can look forward to if they want to tune in on wednesday yeah for sure so First, let me ask you, have we made the time official? Because I haven't announced four anything. O'clock. Four o'clock. Said four o'clock Eastern Standard Eastern time. time. Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> so I'm we're pretty sure I'm gonna I'm gonna double check with them and make sure, but as of right now, four o'clock. So a little bit about this guest. Four PM on Wednesday, September the sixteenth, if I'm not mistaken. And it is Rue McKenrick. So he is basically making a loop around the entire United States called the American Perimeter Trail. If you want to read a little bit about him or if you want to keep it as a surprise, it doesn't matter. But uh, you can just Google him and he has a blog, a website. He's I've, re- I've re- um, read a bunch of his, his blog posts and it's very 
I got a lot of good questions. I'll just keep it at that. But he has done a bunch of like big, big trails, like the AT and CDT and PCT, like those types of trails. I believe he's already triple crowner. Oh, yeah, he's a triple crowner. So he's already hiked thousands of miles. But he is making it pretty much his goal to connect trails like yeah there it is there it is so he's wanting to connect like the at and the uh spirit hiking trail and cdt pct um i don't know maybe there's a chunk of the arizona trail in there i'm not good with states so uh i'm a math teacher but anyway (laughs) yeah yeah it's going around the entire perimeter of the united states i think he's augmented it too um because the original drawing of the trail and what it is now is a little different. I'm sure some of that may have to do with what happened with COVID and some other things. I'm not sure. But, I mean, this is the most crazy trail I've ever seen in my entire life. It's 12,000 miles plus. The last I looked now, he has obviously, like you said, um, especially because of COVID, he's had to change his resupplies, I think, and, uh, you know, change the trails that he's on because some trails are closed, some trails they don't need people on right now or whatever, yeah. you you know, whatever have you. But I'm I'm really curious to see what kind of resources he makes for the people that want to follow in his footsteps because he is definitely like a trendsetter and a big yeah. father. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to him. Uh, just – I uh, heard his story a couple weeks ago. I'd heard his name before and heard about this, but didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it at the time. And then I don't know if somebody posted an article about it or what, but uh, saw that read through it and thought, man, we got to get this guy on here, man. We got to get this guy on here because he is he's doing some crazy, amazing stuff. So I'm pretty oh, pumped about it. I'm yes. pretty pumped about it. I'm excited. And we've went through this. Thank you for all the people that – um, have joined us, especially commenting and letting us interact with you. Because I think this is my third live stream ever. I've done one with you, and I did one with the Shields at third place. Of course, they were on the the most recent one. If anybody hasn't seen it, they can go check it out. Because I just slid another shameless plug in. But <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So we're working out. Let me apologize for all the uh, delays and mistakes and all that stuff. We're we'll figure it out. I think we have it now. I think tonight was a good test of things, and I think we figured out we were beforehand. It, it, we started about fifteen minutes late because we had uh, an echo issue with the audio, and I think we fixed it. And I think we're good. Yeah. Um, here's something interesting, just to throw out there: uh, the Great Trail in Canada is about fifteen thousand miles, and it goes across all the provinces. I don't think that that's actually fascinating. First of all, that hiking guy. But second of all, I don't think that I could do that because one, my body can't take it. But two, you're a wimp. Uh, yeah, that is the second. That's why my <laughs> body can't take it. And three, Canada's too cold for me, man. I I need warmth. Yeah, you don't do well with cold. No, I don't know what it is. I'll even come to your house sometimes. And I'll yeah. like and you wear a jacket wear... in my house and it's like 72 degrees in the house. Yeah. I don't know what it is, dude. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. But I'll tell you this, what people can expect since we're ironing this out and uh, we're, we're figuring out different ways to do different things. And, you know, there's been wrenches thrown in stuff for us, but we got this podcast, we got the live stream going and it is so easy and simple for us. What we figured out for us to get guests on like not not because we know people, but because it's easy for the guests to access. Yeah. So I think 
that we're going to be having on a ton, uh-huh. a ton more guests. Just and especially, I love this whole little thirty-minute. You get a thirty-minute chunk. You get a couple different guests on. You go for an hour, hour and a half, something like that. I would love to do it at least bi-weekly. I think it'd be super fun if we could yeah. actually, you know, continue to live stream often too. Yeah. Well, this we didn't know we could do the live stream separate like we're doing tonight and it would actually work out. So, I'm pretty excited that that worked out for us. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, pretty excited about that. I really like coming to to hang out with you, but He's hot to change. I know hot to change. He comments yeah. on a lot of my stuff. Jeremiah, just wrap yourself up in a furry net gator to keep you warm. <laughs> That's a good idea. There you I go, man. Me, I want one of those merino wool um, net gators. I haven't oh, got yeah. any. Yeah, those are I nice. Actually, I did a sponsored video for a net gator company that is not buff. And uh, I tried the silky ones. It's a completely different texture. So... I think that the silky buff may be my go-to for like, you know how I'll make a beanie and cover up my eyes while I sleep? I ever tell you about that? Yeah. 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 So that's how I sleep in on the trail because it's super bright. I think the silky will be like a nice silky pillowcase. Soft. Super soft. Oh, yeah. Soft. And here's the best part. Keeps you young. Because you know what they say about like laying on sick pillowcases? You ever heard yeah. this? Yeah. Keeps you from getting wrinkles. Yeah. I don't know Pretty if that's nice. true. See, my problem is when I wear my gator, I, by the way, Jeremy wanted to let you know that Stringer <laughs> needs to bring the Gonex to northern Minnesota in February. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, I would be um, so when I wear a, a gator, usually I wear it to sleep in when it's cold out. And I always forget that when I pull it up over my beard, I need to tuck my beard into it. But what ends up happening is my beard folds up over my face. And so when I take the gator off, my beard's like sticking straight up all the way around my face. And I look like I'm going to some weird bearding competition where it's like, how can you make your beard look the most stupid way possible? So I always have to make sure I tuck it down into the gator when I'm using it. We need yeah, to do dude. a gator episode. Yeah, for sure. A I would gator episode. Yes, yeah. like buff or or whatever have you, and Ben face blankets, face blankets. Yes, Ben face McMillan. Blankets. Yeah, he sells them custom. We need to get a hold of him and order some different funny ones, like maybe well, some you and I. There. You and I have two of the original ones. Yeah, because yeah, he, he sent us two of the first few that he made, where he was just trying to figure out how to make them print and everything. And I still got that one. I still wear it when I oh. go out. Yeah, I have an entire container. This is how much I like the Net Gator. I have a whole container in my organization backpacking closet that is only dedicated to like <laughs> neck, like two bandanas, pretty much. I bet I have ten in there, maybe oh fifteen. Gosh. I know it's a. Yeah, we definitely need to do a Net Gator episode, but we need to do that one together. Oh f- yeah, you mean we, in person. we need to do that one together? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, definitely. So I think it'd be really funny to get some uh, some really funny ones. I was going to tell you something else, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I mean, probably wasn't that important anyways. Well, they say, I don't know if it's old wives' tale or old wise' tale. I was arguing with somebody recently. <laughs> wives' tale. <laughs> old wives' tale. Old wives' tale. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because this is a wise' tale. 
But <laughs> I don't know. You see what I'm saying? That's why I'm torn. Just just go with it, man. So old wives tell that if you're about to tell somebody something and you forget it, it was probably a lie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So you lie a lot because when we talk, you forget a lot of things. <laughs> I know. I don't so. know what it is. <laughs> That's okay. Though. But we've been going for an hour and roughly 20 minutes. I know that we yeah, got our late. But uh, I have to go. Like Josh said earlier, if you missed it, you need to hit the rewind. Josh said he's got to go spend some time with his wife. I haven't seen yep. mine at all today. I got off work and went and played ball, and then I got to join you lovely people for the last hour and 20 minutes, so that's what I'm going to head to do. <laughs> okay, look at this right here. We got a, we got one thing when I answer this one. off. Okay, off topic, what mics are you using? Need to upgrade classroom live streaming gear. Oh, answer, we are using yeah. the Rode Pod Mics, I think is what they're called, right? Rode mm-hmm. Pod Mics. And uh, we're using them with the Rodecaster. So um, the Rodecaster is expensive. The mics are about a hundred bucks a piece, but uh, they definitely help. They're they're great little mics. Just a Actually, heads the up, we're talking about them. <clears throat> so if you're doing classroom live streaming, I assume I don't know how to say that name, so I'm not even going to try to mess it up. But I assume if you're doing, classroom I really kind of want you to try. Just could you please try? Itoyak Revmos. Is that right? Please know. tell us if that was right, because I love when Jeremiah tries to pronounce words. <laughs> I can never do like it right, vestibule. Man. Vestibule is still my favorite one of all times. So. Vegetable? Vegetable. Did you say yes. you, you said vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will say, if he's um, doing classroom, I did... So I have to do these live streams and stuff, too, in my classroom and record pre-record lessons. And the Yeti Blue... All you do is literally plug it into USB in the computer. Yeah. And it's not, it's about the same price as this. And a lot of live streamers use them for like gaming and stuff. The The audio is comparable. I don't want to bore everybody with the specs and stuff. Yeah. But they're around the same price. You can buy it at Walmart and Etoy Oak Red Oh, Etoy. Oh, I said Etoy Yak, I think. Yeah, you were close, man. Yeah. You were close. Just a little bit. But I would try, um, unless you have the equipment, like I'm using, a, what is it, a Scarlet Focusrite, two, like two-person setup with a, an accessory that lets me use these headphones too, uh, or multiple people can have headphones. I would try try that unless you have the equipment to hook it up to your computer because these mics, you, you can't just plug it into the computer. They need an external right. power source and... I don't know, maybe there's something to do with the currents on how it records. Yeah, the Yeti Snowball, that was a good one too. Very popular in the, the gaming world. People don't know I game. Though. They said it died, Yeah, though. it died. But this is Yeti Yeti Blues, what I'm talking about. It's like 100 bucks mm-hmm. at Walmart. You can buy it on sale. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a lot of other ones, too. I think... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. I'm trying to think of the one I saw the other day. I, I really considered buying. Um, but there's, there's a lot of them out there that are USB mics that work really well. Um, if you're willing to pay 150 to 200 bucks, you can get a really nice mic. Oh yeah, so USB, a really nice mic. Unless you're doing something like this, like I was, that's why I bought the USB. I even use it every time I do those voiceover videos. That's what I'm using is the Yeti because I don't want to hook all this up to my computer. Yeah, Richard Stamper is right. Can you see that? You put a I have them on up? two different channels. Yeah, 
So he's saying one of the issues that maybe we can brainstorm and try to solve this. I do like streaming on both channels because we have some overlap in our audience, but I don't feel like it's the exact same people. And I no, want to not. I want to appeal to everybody that want to watch and I would be fine with just streaming on one. So like if we wanted to just stream on yours or mine and alternate or just announce it, hey, we're just streaming on John's or we're just streaming on the backpacking podcast or whatever we wanted to do, um, we could do that. But we yeah. we'll talk off air and see. Cause I we can see all the comments because we're right. using something that lets us do that to stream this. Yeah. But they can't. We got That's another true. comment on here from Inkblots. We need a backpacking podcast chewing the fat collaboration. Have you, re- have you watched the chewing the fat videos with uh, with Jeremy and Rob? No, I haven't watched. Oh, I've heard dude, about them, Jer- but I haven't watched. Yeah, you got to watch it. The Minnesota boys, they're they're uh, they got their own flavor of uh, of show going up there. Who, so, it's Jeremy and who? It's mid the Midwest. It's R. Pelton, R. Pelton, and, R. Pelton, and, and okay. Midwest backpacker. Yeah, dude, Jeremy and R. Rob. Pelton. Good guys. I got to backpack with them back in February. We had a good time, except for the fact that um, Jeremy was throwing up and I ended up with COVID. I mean, other than that, it was a great trip, you know? It was awesome. <laughs> Get the COVID. So uh, then one other thing I saw in here I think we need to bring up uh, right here. Uh, y'all need them mate with your faces on them and then swap them so you're each wearing each other's the other person. Oh, so, the, the net gators? Yeah. Oh, so what we'll do is we'll get a maid. I'll wear your face and you wear mine. That, like nobody's going to be confused by the body types because I'm like a midget and you're like a titan. So it's like. No, I think I think that this that would be hilarious. And how creepy would it be if I was wearing that as my mask? Like, let's say I went to Kroger and, you oh, know, no. you wear you wear the face mask. What if that was my face mask? It was just like. John Kelly <laughs> over <laughs> and over or maybe like alternate patterns John so you Kelly put it over and it shows my face and my beard instead of yours oh I didn't even think about that that's I what he's, he's talking about yeah we need our faces I, on him oh I thought he's talking about doing like a gridded portrait of just your face repeated over and over and over and no dude we need to get our actual faces on him so I go in and from here down it's you Oh, I'm going to text Ben after we get we off need, this. We need to talk uh, to Ben and make that happen. I think that would see, be a pretty cool thing to see. Yeah. So, you could uh, have my beard and I could have your beard. And <laughs> what a great idea. Well, we're going to have to do that. That's pretty dang funny. Uh, Jeremy says that he's in, so maybe we'll get Jeremy and Rob on here at some point and have oh, them on the show sure. with us. That could be cool. Yeah. See, we can, um, have, we can yeah. have everybody. We can have everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people have been asking, like, why aren't we doing this on the Backpacking Podcast uh, YouTube channel? It's because there's like 140 subscribers or something like that. It's yeah. like it won't get to everybody. Um, the The actual podcast has way more listeners than the YouTube channel has viewers. So we know that if we want people to be able to see this, chances are better that if we put it on our channels, it just makes it a little bit easier. So. Yeah. And I don't want to be greedy. I just I want to have fun. I do. I do. Totally. And- uh, oh, you want it? All I want is people to watch. If we're only going to do one channel. We're just doing my channel. That's all there is yeah, to it. Dude, You're too popular. I need, I need I would, help. I would have so. 100%. <laughs> I would definitely put it like I would do like a 20 second video on my channel. Hey, just a heads up. Got the live stream coming. Check it out on John Kelly's channel. I would definitely do that, man. Yeah, and I would every time I'd say, don't watch it on Jeremiah's channel. Watch it on mine. That's what <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, I don't care. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we'll definitely, uh, that's definitely something we've been talking about. We're trying to figure out the best way to get this out. And when we did the first one with the shills, we talked about it and we realized that a lot of people just don't really, we don't, it, it's a podcast. It's not a, it's not a real yeah. video thing. Right. It's um, audio. But the live streams are. So, uh, who knows? We may end up eventually moving this all over to the, the backpacking podcast channel. We'll see if we could, if the following was large enough, I think that, that, that would be a great platform for us to do it on. But <clears throat> my one fear, excuse me, is that I have X number of subscribers. You have X number of subscribers. So we put it on there. And even though we announce it, we don't get, uh, I don't know. I have no idea how many people have watched tonight, how many comments. I have no idea. I know I've just had fun and that's what it's all about. Yeah. But I think that we'd have way less interactions and we wouldn't have as much fun without having the people who are here and supporting us, you know, I, the chat's my favorite part. I think of the whole thing. Guests yeah, are fun and all that, but having the chat where you guys can ask questions and stuff is just a blast. We have a we have a good time with that. So, yeah, hundred percent. And we can sure. totally uh, right here. Jeremiah, red hair with brown beard, and John with brown hair and a red beard. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I say think let's that, do I it. think we need to make that happen, man. I think that definitely needs to happen. So uh, look at this the color the color verse. This is dopes. So I'll sew your masks. Oh nice. yeah, nice. Uh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, here's yeah, something I mean, I'd normally listen on Google Podcasts, not through YouTube. Like, yeah, most people aren't really listening to the podcast on YouTube. They're all listening to it audio wise. So yeah, because if you're doing it on YouTube, then you have to uh, have the, your phone unlocked unless you have YouTube Premium and YouTube Red. Yeah. So well, and that makes and sense. most of these are going to be done like. We're going to start moving to more of these live streams because, like we said, for us, this is just fun. Um, yeah. And just kind of pop them up when we can do them. Uh, unfortunately, both of us have full-time jobs, and we don't always have the time to just at any moment do one of these. So uh, basically, whenever we can, we do it. And now that we know we can do this, we can probably do more. Yes, I love awesome. the live streams. I also love doing the the podcast in a traditional sense, and I, th I 100% think that we could use this streaming service that we're using right now and keep working on improving our uh like the user friendliness that we have with it and we could do traditional podcast and we could do live streams absolutely yeah yeah it'd be a but lot of fun to, anyways it'd be a whole oh, lot yeah. of fun we don't have to sort it all out now we have oh, the somebody, rest of our life check this out just sub to the backpackers podcast. Hey, there we go love to wonder love to wonder has been around um for a long time on my channel so thank you so much for all the support yeah that's yeah. pretty awesome that's pretty that's awesome fantastic. well jeremiah i gotta get up at five o'clock in the morning so i'm gonna say let's let's call this a night i'm gonna tap out and uh get to bed but uh this has been a lot of fun man this has yeah, been a I've, lot of fun i've had a, a blast and i did see uh one thing on there to ask what game i play or what games i love 2k madden and Call of Duty. Oh. So there's there's a trifecta for you. Call of Duty is number one for me. I'm just yeah. Madden. Straight up Madden. I'm getting ready to Madden. buy it here real soon. Bro, let's play. All right, and sign every, us off, John. All right. Well, folks, thank you for listening to the Backpacking Podcast for myself and Jeremiah. We're so glad you tuned in, and we will catch you on the next go-round. Ah, adios. Adios.